You're listening to Behind the Clipboard. Event experts empowering you to throw killer events for your business, workplace, social circle and beyond. We're giving you the insider toolkit, allowing you to make your events the talk of the town. Produced by Known Associates Events, it's time to go backstage with your hosts, Tamara Cook, Crystal Thane and Melissa Howie. Welcome everybody. You're cordially invited to today's episode about invitations. Ooh. I know, so exciting. It's a very formal invite. I like what you're Well, you're cordially invited, so you know it's formal. Yeah. When you say what what does that mean? Cordially. Uh, Yeah. Does it mean you're really, really invited? (laughs) (laughs) You're invited with formalities. Formalities. Yeah, whatever that was. (laughs) (laughs) So you can have the best planned event in the world. But it won't mean a thing if nobody shows up. True. Totally. <laughs> Who wrote that? <laughs> Me. It's true. It's the most important part of an event. Uh, Invitation. Look, okay. Melissa. You guys are assholes. I'm on your side. <laughs> You're right. If you imita- Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> if your invitations are no good or you don't invite people, um, no one's going to show up. True. Science. Science. Hashtag true science. So invitations everything. So today we're going to be talking about types of invitations, invitation creative, Invitation timelines, running copy for invitations, and also how many times can we say invitations in one podcast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what are the different types of invitations you can send out for an event? Ooh, written. Thank you. <laughs> I thought you might have fleshed that out a bit. <laughs> no, I'm sending you a letter, tying it to a dove, it's coming to you. Handwritten, yeah. It's so nice to get a handwritten What's that thing invitation? in Harry Potter? The howler. Ooh. No, no, that's not – you want to get an invite via, via owl. If you're doing oh, are you in trouble? A howl or a howl? You're in trouble. Yeah, a howl okay. is not good. I'll probably get those two. And nerdy podcast next week, so let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Melissa's throwing shade at the nerd stuff. Which <laughs> just the biggest nerd going around. <laughs> okay, so written, handwritten invitations are really nice and very underdone these days. Yeah. Oh. It takes a lot of effort. It does. But, you know. But it's so appreciated. should I bring think. it back. Yeah. If you're doing, what would we say, under 50? <laughs> Oof, yeah. Too many? Under That's 20. Still a lot. I think Maybe 20. a dinner for 20 or 30. And put it in the snail mail. The problem is... Snail mail's so slow. It, it does what it says on the box. It's like snail mail. Sm- like slower than it used to be. They only do it every second or third day now, right? I only work three days a week. I've actually had a bit of a... Uh, <laughs> I miscalculated the snail mail and my invite for an event arrived after the after event. After the event. <laughs> oh, jeez. We had electronic ones go out as well. See? And now you laugh at me. The invite's the most important part of the event. Yeah. See? They didn't show up because they were like... <laughs> We regret to inform you, we could not come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually sent out invites last week, I think on the Monday, and they, sorry, two weeks ago on the Monday, and we still, they weren't received Monday last week. And, um, and we were doing it a month in advance, but still, we were expecting them to be there, not mm-hmm. two days, because we know it's not two days anymore. A week. But yeah, a week. Yeah. A business, like I think a, a business five week business days should be sufficient. I posted wristbands for Polo in the Valley not that long ago. It took two business weeks for them to arrive. What? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's a shame, but it's I guess it's a sign of the times. Yeah. But written can also be hand-delivered, you know? Yeah. It doesn't have to be. You only have I mean, 20. Yeah, that's my – I mean, are we going to go through We this? are going so to get into that. Yeah. We've got written, we've got printed and posted, mm. um, then we've got electronic, and there's all those different ways that we can do electronic now. We've got green envelope. Paperless post. Paperless post. Um, just email. MailChimp. Yeah. Yeah. I personally love paperless post. Mm-hmm. 
because, I mean, it looks fancy. Green envelope, I think, looks a little more fancy, but it's, it costs a little bit more. Mm. Paperless Post has really good um, a back-end facility to see who's opened it, to see who's RSVP'd. Yeah, and you can actually change the invitation in real time. So if you send out an invite and you realise, whoops, there's a typo on it or you want to change something about it or you want to add some additional information, you can upload it and the guests aren't notified that the um, invites change, but you can, if they, if they go back to check the information, hmm. it'll be different. And also there's a, like a, um, what would you call it? And there's a more information part to paper. Oh, when you post. scroll down. Yeah, yeah. So you can put in all the details and you can message the guests really easily. So once they've said invited, you can tick that bucket and say, okay, I'm going to message all the invited guests that have said that they're attending and not talk to the ones that haven't said they're attending, or you can just email the ones that haven't responded, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Is Green Envelope the same sort of thing as Paperless Post? Similar, yeah. Mm. And it looks beautiful because it arrives in your inbox like an envelope and then it pops out of the envelope like you're opening a real like letter. <laughs> There's so many little measures along the way where you can add additional funds to make your event invitation more fancy. Mm. So if you want to spend $5 and invite, you can. And what about a face-to-face invitation in person? Crazy thought. <laughs> like a mime turns up and... <laughs> <laughs> a telegram, is it? This is how it goes when a mime turns up. It's perfect for podcasting. Right, yep, yeah, great. <laughs> You spoke over my act. <laughs> I spoke over your mime. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> Classic. That's how it goes. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> but yeah, face-to-face as in literally, depending on your size of your event, you'd be like, hey, do you want to come? event manager, yeah, actually invites them. Or even at some businesses, maybe like the business development manager or something yeah. like that would be like, hey, do you want to come to the XYZ? Or the CEO. My favourite way to send an invite is to really get super creative and do something like send a cake or once we did flowers, we did vintage teacups, which I, oh my God, it took me weeks to source these vintage teacups in all different um, thrift shops and um, good sammies. How many did you have to get? A hundred. Oh my goodness. We were invited, inviting 100 media and we did vintage teacups, so beautiful little painted flowers with the Cute. gold rims. And then inside them, we collaborated with a florist. And inside we did fresh flowers and herbs. So you got the scent, you got the flowers, which were really beautiful. And then we made little tea bags that came out of it. And it said, a cup of positivity. <laughs> I know. Cute. And we hand-delivered no, hand these mothers. And it was so <laughs> these hard. It was so hard. We had 20 people. Oh, it was a pain in the ass, but it was beautiful. <laughs> and that's the thing, 20 doesn't sound like that many, but when you're hand delivering things, it's no, it was tw- 100, tw- 20, oh, 20 people, people Sorry. to coordinate. I can't do maths. Actually, well, it probably wasn't. It was more like 10 people. Maths, <laughs> maths <laughs> is hard. We did, we did about 10, yeah, 10 each. Because we were going, obviously, in all different directions yeah. all over the city and, yeah, getting them to different media outlets. But And they were really um, delicate, fragile. So it was hard. It was hard, but it was so worth it because people loved it. Always worth it in the end. Bespoke invites are so cute because it always makes me think of, you know the movie Bridesmaids? How she gets invited to the bridal shower and it's like she opens the box. No, that's the party (laughs) favour. When she opens the box, like doves fly out. Was it butterflies? Butterflies Butterflies fly out. Mm. Cute. And music. Not sustainable. No. Clever. Uh, What about, I know you did a chocolate bar for one of your events. That sounded amazing. That was cool. So it was a company, um, what are they called? 
can't remember. They're in, in Melbourne and basically they'll do any sort of bespoke wrapped chocolate bar. They use Lynch chocolate. For this particular, yeah. event, particular event, we um, we wanted to invoke that childhood wonder. So we did the Willy Wonka golden ticket within oh. the chocolate bar. So you unwrapped it and you see the golden ticket. And on the golden ticket was all the information. Yeah, it was awesome. Wow. So Chocoblock, that's the name of the company, Chocoblock. And so, yeah, you, you can do the, the design, you send it to them, and it is this bespoke cover to your chocolate block. Obviously, it's... A, bit tricky to deliver if you've got a lot so you've got to keep it cool and especially in the yeah. light of summer yeah <laughs> yeah this was a february event too oh, good Warm. yeah so we had our courier that had um eskies at the ready but yeah it was very very impressive we had i think about 80 people because normally when you invite people to an event you get about 50 percent of people will turn up so we had about 80 percent Great. That's really good. And are, they, are you doing these fancy invites for ticketed events or ones where you really want key people to come? No. The ones that I've talked about so far have been um, media launches or um, corporate events where we've just wanted the people to, to attend. Strategic yeah. invites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great idea. And you can do it with anything really that ties in with the event theme or concept or objective. Yeah, you can, object. you can get so creative. Yeah. Super creative. What else have we done? We did, well, I think, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but the media release that we did, that was a cake. Yeah. And it was an edible, edible, edible pages. Yeah. It was awesome. An yeah. edible clipboard, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And um, we've explored quite a few things. And I think one time we were looking at sending key people for a black tie event and a personal invite. And it yeah. was like, the theme was like lighting up our youth or something like that. So we're looking at these kind of light bulby kind of things, something for them to keep. But back in the day, the Edison lamp, the Edison lamp was in vogue that year. Yes. Mm. Yeah. We did candles once, personalized candles. So Beautiful. we had the candles made. They were big, full size. You know, the big. I don't know how many. Like, I know you mean, like the is, forty hour burn. Yeah, yep. beautiful candles. So on the box, we just had we used the candle companies regular boxes and then we did bespoke labelling on it yeah. with their name. And that's fairly cost effective awesome. bespoke labelling if you've got a good graphic designer. It was. So yeah. on the outside of the box I think we had their name and then on the actual candle we again had their name. And yeah, people loved it because whether or not they could come to the event they'd been given a gift and makes you was, think about the event. Yeah, and the brand. So it really helped the brand stay with the person whether they came or not. You can do that with wine too, personalise the label. Create the label. We did that as a corporate gift one year. Yeah, beautiful. But you could easily do it as an invite as well. We've done it with honey. Yes, We've done personalised honey. That's right. Test tubes. In test tubes. Yeah, that was oh, so cute. Cool. And you and an, love inv- that. an invite that we sent out. Um, oh, that one that we sent out recently by Snail Mail two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, I love this one. So. It's for a company that's in construction. So we sent a piece of a puzzle to each person. Mm. And they ha- piece? They have to, yes, and they have to bring the piece of the puzzle to the event. So when they get there, we're going to build the puzzle together. So with everyone arriving, that's so cool. the puzzle's going to come together. What happens if the person can't come? So we had to get two puzzles <laughs> and we've got backup pieces for those right. who do not attend. But again, um, it was such a unique, like I'm only telling you a little bit of the invite, but it was such a unique invitation that... We've got about 80% of the um, invitations that went out are attending. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a very good strike rate. So talking about bespoke invites, which are obviously a very creative process, let's talk about invitation creative. What are we What are we thinking? Well, this obviously, if you're doing an item, that is part of the creative, you know, sending out a bespoke item with the label customised. 
But if you're doing a printed invite or even a design, um, that's where you can get creative on more of a budget possibly. Yes. Um, so making it eye-catching and clear, making sure the tone and the design of the invitation matches the event that they're going to be attending. I think a lot of people um, when it comes to corporate events can take a real a whole lot of direction from the wedding industry. Yes. So weddings have this wonderful way of putting a lot of emphasis on what that first invitation looks like and then that theme is carried all the way and like through the actual event and the party favours and everything that they do with the wedding, any signage, anything that happens with the wedding starts from that first event design, uh, sorry, first design that came out through the invitation. And you can yeah. do so much these days what you couldn't do like 10 to 15 years ago with just um, foiling, like UV, is it UV printing? Yeah, so if, even if it's printed and you can't afford to do a physical item, you can make it so much more special with special stock. Spot UV means like it's say it's on matte stock, it'll have a glossy section. So the logo alone is glossy or the name of the person you're inviting is glossy. So that looks can look really effective and, of course, foiling. And, and letterpress. Yes. And is it oh. die cutting where they just kind of intricately cut out out yeah. of the cardboard like beautiful designs and yeah. it's amazing yeah and perspex we did an invite on perspex last month mm-hmm. which was like a black mirror Ooh. and then we Ooh. printed white the writing was in white yeah it looked really sick fully sick <laughs> <did it? laughs> fully, fully sick mate fully sick <laughs> but that is a good point in terms of taking from the wedding to a corporate event you know the invite can look exactly like the screens on the night, the design for the table plan that's on at the front of the room, the place cards, the menu, the program, you know, it helps create Continuity. such an immersive experience as well for guests. It is, yeah. That's how you know you're at the right event. <laughs> yeah, that as well. <laughs> Tam just gave me this dirty look like, what are you talking about? See, now, I'm, now, now you're doing what I was doing. Like, this is just my face, man. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about uh, timelines. So it's actually quite interesting. We are talking about snail mail before and buffering in an extra two weeks probably for your yep. mail to get there. What's an ideal timeline for sending out your invites? Okay, so, I mean, if you Google it, you can look at anniversary parties, about three to six weeks. Charity, but gala ball, you want to give people a lot of notice. I think ideally 12 weeks. Um, Christmas parties about four weeks, cocktail parties, it really depends on the size of the cocktail party and the nature of it, but that can be anywhere between one to four weeks. Um, you know, but then if you're just doing a housewarming, you could do it, you know, that week because it's going to be your buddies, right? Um, informal dinner party, just a couple of days or... You know, on the day. Ring, ring around that <laughs> afternoon because you're bored. And it differs <laughs> quite a lot for a ticketed event versus... Not ticketed, Definitely. sorry, paid. I think mostly. it does. Yeah. Depending on whether it's paid and you need to sell tickets, you need a longer marketing lead time. 100%. If it's a free RSVP only event, you probably want to keep it within the four to six week mark because people forget that the event's coming up, even if you do do reminders. I think even less. Like for a lot of corporate events that we do, I think the sweet spot is three weeks because people know what they're going to be doing, but it's still far out enough for them to be able to plan for it. And But you're right, you can forget. Like if someone asks me what I'm doing, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> who knows yeah and then so you've got you know your lead time for sending out invites how how many times do you follow up before you look like a pest that is a tricky question that's how Crystal. much you want people there <laughs> yeah so something like a fundraising event you want as many bums on seats as possible so Definitely. 
But even when it's not, if it's a corporate event that they're being invited to and you want to get them there, sometimes people are still irritated. Yes. They're just, Take you know, me off your list. Exactly. You get <laughs> yeah, those angry emails that you feel like you're spamming them. You're like, I'm just trying to invite you to a really fun party. I want you to come. Yeah. And some people are quite flaky. Like you could follow them up like 50,000 times and it's still like a, oh, I'm not sure yet. I honestly had someone last week, um, they were invited to a member party. So was, our clients has a membership. All she had to do, because she didn't want to go, is click not attending. Mm-hmm. And she, I don't even know how she did it actually. I've got to look into the system, but she told me that she unsubscribed three times please stop sending me these emails and so I just went into the system into her invite and went not attending Mm. and she'll be off the list now but she was so angry and I thought people are a bit open the email and just go not attending (laughs) like too many steps Tam people can't handle that Mm, one nope too many (laughs) (laughs) but some people you'll never get them because everything is a hassle and Mm. They don't want to hear from you. I understand that because we do get a lot of spam. Yeah. So I I hate it. I have to deal with a lot of spam every single day. If it's an invitation and someone's, you know. Cordially inviting you to something. And it's going to be a freaking fun party. Maybe it's just us that like going to. Maybe it's us that like going where there's food. Mm. (laughs) If there's food and drinks, I'll be there. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly, right? Yeah. Finding sausages all where you at. But for a free (laughs) free event, I usually do a follow-up and then I do a final Last chance to RSCP and that's it. And also for I'm just... I'm paying for you to come. Yes. You're not paying me any money. That's... You get... You snooze your lose, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about right. That's fair. I think you need to get a response from them. I agree. Like it's... If you want me to stop you emailing you, RSVP, no. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Or just let us know. Yeah. I guess RSVPing no means letting us know that yeah. you've got it. Yeah. yeah which is thing because you just don't yeah. know if it's especially it's been, if yeah. it's been sent by An snail old mail. email address or something. Yeah. Or they've moved for snail mail. Snail mail. But also one of the most common digital options you can use is MailChimp. A lot of MailChimp emails these days Get end spammed. up in people's spam folders. Yeah. So what I usually do is send the invite through MailChimp and then I'll do the reminder through my Outlook as a personal email. You can do it as a mail merge mm. and still personalise the first name. So that's trying to make sure that they have received their email by two different means. Because, yeah, spam filters these days capture like anything that's like a mass email. Yeah, and unfortunately Green Envelope and Paperless Post fall into those. Yeah, because it's just a URL and that looks majorly like spam. Yeah. So, And then the last event we did, I did those two options plus postal. So it really depends how much you want people yeah. there. Absolutely. So this is an important topic. What do you put on the invite? You have to keep everything really concise and I think you need to be, this is where you get your little bubbly creative writing skills out and make it catchy, catchy. maybe you use... Did you say catch, catch it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said catchy. Oh, but I was going to say capture and I said oh, yeah. catchy, uh, and, catch it. and you heard catch it. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is where you can bring in your puns and your little oh, quirky, really? quirky... Um, <laughs> Turns of phrase that you've been meaning to use for ages and now's your opportunity. I don't like puns. Don't you? Not nah, really. I like a good pun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought you were quite punny. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say puns are back, man. Puns are back. Okay. With vengeance. I think the most important thing is to keep the content for the invitation short and sharp. It can be catchy and you need to make sure you give all the details necessary, but keeping it clear and concise is going to be important. Most people want to know the basics up front. Like what is the event? Where is it? Why do they need to go and do they need to bring anything? Also, dress code. And if you want to add any extra information afterwards, do it after the essentials, so a little bit further down. Is there anything else you guys think are essentials? 
Went to RSVP by. Anything really interesting about the event? I know you said, why do they need to come? But just mm. something that makes it stand out. Because especially in corporate, I would say these people are getting heaps of invitations a week. Yeah. To all different things. Definitely. What's different about your event? Why should they come to that? Yeah. Maybe something about what's going to be there. Like or what, who's going to be there. Exactly. I still any, don't know why I said it like that. Yeah. But any special <laughs> any special guests, definitely. And um, any food and drinks that might be out of the ordinary. That's, that's you get Mel and I there. If there's a gin tasting or someone's Cheese thing. board. No? Cool. Because <laughs> that's out of the box. And I think it's important to make sure that the main details stand out on the invite. So don't hide them in a body of text. They oh, that's need the to worst. be right up the top, bold, you know, in a colour or a foil, ideally, if you can afford it. <laughs> Best tip ever. Just yeah. keep it very, very minimal and brief. Again, don't forget the finer details. And this could come in the reminder or it could come in the guest, the final information you send to the guests before the actual event. But whether there's parking available, food and refreshments, that should probably go on the invitation um, and anything else they need to know to have a good time. Absolutely. And things like in the, you said the final email before, like maybe a couple of days before the event, you know, we're so we're looking forward to having you in case you missed it. This is what you need about parking, transport, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not part of the invitation, but it is absolutely key to give everyone a what to expect. Yes. For sure. And that's the, that's the kind of thing that a lot of people actually miss, especially if you've, spent, if you've sent the invitation out months or weeks in advance. People start to think, oh, I've got this event coming up. I haven't heard anything for ages. Is it still happening? Is it still happening? Yeah. yeah. Is it like, have I missed anything? You really do get a little bit curious. So just give them that little bit of customer service that keeps them satisfied and in the know and makes them feel wanted and special along the way. Definitely. And I like to not highly underpromise, but underpromise over deliver. Don't oversell your event. Tell them exactly what they're going to get at the event. But I think you want to wow them on the night. Don't want to give everything away. Yeah. Agreed. Try and reel them in. Minimalist is the style these days, so the less the better, I think. And this one's very, very important, especially with our physical invites. Mm-hmm. Fresh set of eyes to read it before it gets sent out. Oh because God, yes. you would be amazed to see how many times, because you read it over and over again, you you yeah. didn't see that was a letter missing from a word. Or you've written the twice. Yeah. <laughs> I do that a lot. Um, or the street, you didn't check the suburb and there's actually two streets in Perth with that name, yep. if not more than two. My favourite editing tip, read it backwards. Yes. So that helps you your brain not skip over the words. Did I give you that one? No, actually. Huh. But I'm sure you know it already. Yes. <laughs> so read backwards is, I find, is such a helpful tip for spelling errors, but I think it's always helpful to get a fresh set of eyes in terms of checking the date, the day. Yes, because people day often... lines up with the date because mm-hmm. that is a common mistake. The venue, the address. And it's good to get the fresh set of eyes because you could be missing something super obvious, but you're like, uh, yeah. I just need to get this invite out. It's fine. And someone's like, hey, what about, yeah. like, what is about there food? When do I RSVP? <laughs> RSVP is a common one people forget. Or if there's food and refreshment served, whether they're going to be. But once it's sent out, it's too late to change. Especially if you're going over a, a meal time. Yes. It's important to good tell to people that they're going to, yeah, don't worry, we're not going to starve you for three hours. There's nourishment coming. Nothing Nothing. gets a uh, hangry crowd like having an event over dinner and not feeding them. Mm. (laughs) And also cash bar. Yes. Add that in if there is a cash bar. Yeah. And particularly if you actually need cash. Exactly. Yeah. In these days, everyone assumes you can do FPOS. Yeah. 
you cannot sometimes. Yeah. And quiz nights are a good example of bringing small coins if you're going to have games. Yes. That's still very common at quiz nights. I love a quiz night. So do I. Let's do one. I'm going to one soon. Want to come? <gasps> yes. I'm very good. Handy. Excellent. In general knowledge. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> Handy at all things. Yeah. Handy Tam. But yeah, and unless you're sending it by paperless post as Tam. You can edit in real time. You can edit in real time. Basically, once it's gone, it's gone. It's so gone. Always get a fresh set of eyes. We're at the end of the episode nearly. Can you believe it? It's top tips time. Okay. But we'd never get there. Number one, get creative with the type of invitations that you send. Covered that off. Cake, teacups, flowers, chocolate. Chocolate. Or anything that you can think or of. Other. A shoe. Okay. <laughs> a shoey. If you send me one shoe, I'll be real mad. <laughs> Could be a Cinderella theme. <gasps> what a glass slipper. Stripper heel. Or a stripper gram. <laughs> mm. Okay. I did want to do it. There, there was an <laughs> event that we <laughs> So you're thinking, you're like, <laughs> no, there was an event that um, we did recently was um, launch of a restaurant and I did want to invite the guests because we only had a very, very small number of people that could be there. Um, I wanted to send an actor that would go into the office and spin a uh, pizza, like pizza dough mm-hmm. and deliver the invite that way. But it turned a out raw too pizza. Expensive. That sounds yeah, really <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he'd come in like the no, oh, I'm Giuseppe. I'm gonna spin and spin at a pizza and then deliver the invite. That's some more. Yeah, <laughs> Mamma Mia. But the problem was it was really expensive. Really. Yes, <laughs> and we didn't have the budget. But the ideas were there. The ideas are always there. I like it. Aim high. Number two, ensure the look and feel of the invitation matches the event and carry that look through the event as well to make sure it feels consistent the whole way through. Number three, make sure you customise your invite timeline to the style of the event. So, for example, you probably want to do a longer lead time for a black tie gala because it's a big purchase decision and you need to organise all your outfits, etc. Mm-hmm. Something a bit more casual, you probably don't need to give people six weeks to decide. Yeah. That's also um, dependent on the venue that you're holding exactly. it at. You need to when you know final numbers by. How you deposit. <laughs> yes. Um, number four, keep the invite copy short sharp and catchy so the word nerd in me loves this one but edit 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 then get somebody else to edit again oh that's actually number five as well yeah number (laughs) five check check and check again once it's gone out with the wrong details on it it is too late and you've confused all your guests all your guests yeah all your guests (laughs) (laughs) all your guests you're so ghetto male sometimes thanks so much for tuning in today no not that good Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have any questions or comments, please hit us up on our Instagram page at Behind the Clipboard Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe or follow us on your favourite podcast app. And please, please, please leave a review. We'd like to hear what you guys think. Do you want to hear this this week's review? Sure yes. do. Okay, this one's from Uni D. 100% loved this podcast. Certainly been worth the wait. I loved mentally going behind the scenes, back end, lol. <laughs> she, wrote, <laughs> she wrote back end, lol. She put lol, great. Lol. With you guys, whilst listening to how guests are often oblivious to the mayhem and chaos that could be going on at times. Having been at a known associates event before, I know how friendly, courteous and hardworking these women are. They always make you feel like you're the most important person in the room and they always put on a fabulous event. Oh, thank you. Congratulations on launching your podcast and I'm looking forward to seeing what you legends will do next. Thanks, Uni D. Thanks, Uni D. That's awesome. See, leave a review like that. Thank you. Yes, we love Uni D. And then we'll read it out. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. For your chance to have your questions answered or join our conversation, jump into our Facebook group, Behind the Clipboard Podcast, 
and follow us on Instagram at Behind the Clipboard Podcast. Oh, God, that will be interesting to edit.